future trends, deep insights, industry leaders. This is the iGaming Next podcast with your host, Pierre Lindt. Hello, iGaming Intelligentsia. Before we start today's podcast, here is a message from our sponsors. The iGaming Next podcast is made possible with the support from our sponsors at Pragmatic Solutions, leaders in intelligent platform technology. I've been working with Ashley, Lewis and the guys over at Pragmatic Solutions over the last year. And as the early supporter of this podcast, I cannot recommend them enough. The Pragmatic Solutions Player Account Management Platform is an incredibly powerful technology stack for today's gaming business. Their modern modular platform provides all the core services to power your business and their SaaS licensing model allows you to reduce cost and accelerate your strategic goals. Enterprise technology with decades of operational know-how at scale built in. Upgrade your business to the Pragmatic Solutions PAM platform. Visit www.pragmatic.solutions to arrange a platform demo. And good afternoon and good morning, uh, actually, and Merry Christmas uh, and uh, everything in between, Michael. How are you doing today? Good morning, good afternoon, Pierre, and Merry Christmas. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing excellent. How are, how are things on your side? I'm very good, actually. And as you can see here, uh, even not sponsored by Fast Track t- today, but uh, for those of you who are watching the video stream, I'm sitting in my ugly Christmas sweater, which, if I may try here, is uh, having some Christmas Ooh, lights on the sweater today. It lights yeah. up as well. That's yeah, we're fancy. getting into the spirits. <laughs> I, I cannot compete with this. Uh, just, a, just a good old uh, worn-out uh, Levi's denim shirt today is the best I can do here. Hopefully, you can. Put yeah, it yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's okay. I, I have Sima uh, Luciano Fast Track to thank for uh, this uh, lovely shirt uh, here. Actually, so I'm very happy to to be uh, representing today a little bit. Um, Michael, uh, I mean, you know, on top of uh, the fact that you have just gotten a new, incredibly interesting uh, job as uh, the CCO of uh, Lifespins, you're obviously the founder uh, of uh, Agami Idol here. We started our company uh, together, what is it, like five years ago or something like that? And it's now grown to become uh, something uh, quite uh, magical here. And obviously, you're hosting podcasts podcast for us uh, here as well. But um, that aside, I'd love to hear a little bit as a starting point today uh, about live spins particularly. Um, you take on the role as CCO here just uh, uh, earlier this uh, or last week, I believe. Uh, yeah. And um, uh, it's a really interesting and dynamic company that is trying to change an entire industry. So uh, go ahead, Michael, and, and, and explain a little bit of, of uh, your role at uh, live spins and, and what you, your mission is with live spins in general. Yeah, thanks, Pierre. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, literally, uh, like uh, eight days into my new role, so uh, I'm still sharpening my pitch, but I'll I'll, I'll give it a go and do my best. <laughs> uh, no, very good. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I think uh, what we're trying to do at Livespins is effectively create a new category of of gameplay uh, in in the industry, which is very much focused around sort of shared uh, game experiences. So to explain it. In the in the briefest way possible, we're effectively taking the the good old bet behind mechanic that you would know from land-based casino behind a roulette or a blackjack table, uh, and and effectively smashing that together with the dynamic and complex community-driven sort of live streaming live streaming world, if you will. 
So, so effectively, in short, uh, you would be betting behind a streamer uh, together with uh, a lot of other players. And uh, whatever outcome the streamer gets by way of multiplier, uh, you and the rest of the players will, will also get. So, yeah, bet behind mechanic at its simplest, basically. That's the, the short intro, I guess. Awesome, awesome, and and this is not on operator, right? Like you are you are a supplier offering this product to operators. Yeah, correct. So we are a B two B supplier offering this um, to 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 operators. We're currently in closed beta testing, uh, and we look forward to onboarding the first uh, operators uh, end of Q one, beginning of Q two next year. Awesome. And if I understand it correctly, Michael, I mean, this, this idea is uh, born through this um, trend uh, that uh, has been emerging in the last couple of years where Twitch has become really popular in the gaming uh, segment. And then that has kind of uh, flooded over to, to a really vibrant scene of uh, uh, slot streamers, uh, right? And the popularity of those slot streamers seems to be uh, what is the foundation to... Uh, the thought of this product. Can you can you talk about uh, that a bit more? Like, what 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 is it that uh, makes uh, Twitch lots uh, streaming so attractive? Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I, I definitely Twitch and, and casino streaming has has a big role to play here. But I mean, we're looking at it's not only that, right? We're looking across uh, at the globe and and seeing what sort of consumers are doing, right? Uh, we're seeing trends such as. Uh, even brand research, uh, instead of searching on Google, uh, people are uh, learning more about products and brands through social media. You will be typing it into Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or whatever is your your preferred channel. Uh, so much more use of social media and Google is starting to feel a bit old school. Uh, we're also is SEO dead? Finally. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to comment on that one here. No, it's absolutely, absolutely not. Um, but we, we think that's, that's really interesting. Uh, also looking a lot to, um, to Asia uh, and sort of the social commerce movement. So I don't know if you know, but uh, more than one third of all online shopping in Asia is now happening through social shopping. So effectively watching an influencer on, on TikTok or, or, or whatever and you can buy the product seamlessly uh, through the social media channel. Um, so one one third of all online commerce is now uh, being wow. bought that way. Uh, and we are seeing that extending into the West. Uh, for example, in, in the UK, TikTok is, uh, is, is making a big push for this as well. I think it was around, was it Black Friday or Cyber Monday? They had a big session with celebrities uh, presenting products and stuff like that and uh, it was a it was a massive success so we expect that to to come in more and more and effectively looking making the amazon shopping cart look extremely old school uh, suddenly yeah um and uh, and yeah no of course twitch is uh, twitch as well uh, i mean the last 12 months i think it was 280 million hours consumed on the slots category uh, which is just an absolutely insane amount it's doubled uh, over the last year so it's definitely still going growing strong um, and if i should mention a few more apple launching yes. SharePlay, so through facetime you can watch the same movie together yeah. this D D disney disney plus has a group watch now 
So sit in, in 20 different living rooms with each your bucket of popcorn and you can watch the same movies and reactions and, and, and comment to each other. So, so this, this is coming, right? People want more shared uh, group uh, sort of uh, entertainment experiences. And that's very much where Livespins is, uh, is positioned as well. It's really interesting uh, overall. And, and I remember watching Robin's presentation during IGMINX when he talked about uh, this phenomenon in Asia where uh, much of the commerce is happening through live streams. I mean, I, I've never yeah. heard about that uh, before, you know, but, uh, but when you see the product, it's just, it just makes so much sense. Like it's, it's yeah. so uh, organic in the, in the way it happens because um, people watch uh, influencers online for years and years and years, but there hasn't been... Um, a fluent way to actually interact with uh, with uh, with uh, those um, uh, influencers and you know purchase whatever they are wearing or, or, or whatnot. And similarly, yeah. on the on the Twitch side of things, it's like you know you watch uh, and and I, I find myself watching the gambling stream some, sometimes with like Rushstein and those guys on yeah. uh, on on Twitter and and uh, let's give it a spin and those guys from uh, Casino Grounds and. Um, and you know it's it's a it's a really interesting concept, and you know you can ov obviously chat and interact with the audience and with the streamers. Uh, but uh, what has been missing is this, you know, join the thrill, so to say, and like like back yeah. the streamers and actually be a part of it, right? Because yeah. not only is that the, uh, exciting because uh, you can you know enjoy the betting yourself, but it just makes the um, the community aspect and the discussions uh, a lot more vibrant when you actually have skin in the game uh, behind us like what have you uh, but i'm also i'm really curious because uh, at the same time you know when you start losing like that that uh, uh, you know that happy vibe can go south uh, at, at the same time and something i'm really curious about is like how do you deal with um with the chat in in the live streams uh, not always being super positive let's say yeah no, no, absolutely. So there's obviously uh, the the basics around profanity filters and whatever sort of technical yeah. solutions you, you can make sure, and uh, and there will be moderation as well from from, from our side. Yeah. Um, but I think, look, I think in general, um, like you're saying, the, the 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 excitement really comes from the thrill of the spin, really, and mm. uh, and sort of the period of time before the outcome is 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 known, right? That's that's sort of the 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 at the height of the the entertainment if you will and um, mm. and if you look across what's happening already now in in the twitch space of course there will be uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, losses as as well as wins and uh, and and I, I feel you know the community is is usually pretty good at sort of self managing that to a large to a large extent as well um, I mean you can see that on normal social media as well if someone uh, uh, starts a discussion and, and and someone is commenting really negatively on that sort of author's point uh, instead of the author stepping in is typically someone else from that author's uh, circle of friends or community or someone who's already posted that will sort of step in to defend the author to some extent so so communities have this funny aspect of uh, let's say in nine out of ten cases also sort of self-moderating themselves mm. fairly well and 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 for the rest, we we of course have moderation and uh, and 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 you know all the all the bells and whistles in place from our side. 
Yeah, exactly. I, I guess that is that is a, like a, like a challenge uh, still that Twitch has been, you know, cursed with in, in in some extent because when you become so big as as Twitch is, uh, it becomes much more difficult to uh, to um, live moderate, especially uh, on like the smaller channels. Like there's been a lot of cases on Twitch where they kind of raid the smaller channels and stuff like that. And I, I guess yeah. that's where. That's where that's where you guys have an advantage in that regard, right? Because you don't have a million different streamers at the same time. Like you can live moderate the the few streamers that you are hosting, for example. That's how you yeah. get around that issue. Yeah, exactly. And there's also a massive difference that we we own our own proprietary streaming platform, so we do not we do not depend on on Twitch as such. The the streamers will be will be streaming through through our platform. Um, mm. And by by the very nature, that gives us sort of a better ability to to moderate and monitor and make sure that uh, that whatever goes out is, is 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 as good as possible. At the same yeah. time, <clears throat> it's also important to to retain the authentic uh, and and sort of uh, realistic um, uh, yeah community feel and and streaming environment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, speaking uh, about uh, just how community aspect is uh, is built in general i mean this is um, from twitch perspective what really made twitch twitch is the fact that uh, you have these um, atomic communities that are forming around particular streamers right so uh, certain streamers they would have the same audience uh, every single day and the, and kind of the audience get to know each other during the streams and and um, it becomes um, like a really um, a really nice aspect where the streamer has this like really loyal following that is supporting them and that is promoting the stream for them and so on and so on yeah. and so forth. And so I'm curious to know as well um, how how do you uh, how do you view community building uh, within uh, the live streams uh, the, the live streams platform in the sense that like is that very much up to the streamers themselves to uh, maintain and build that community or uh, are you also looking to uh, uh, kind of um, alleviate that uh, community aspect or like uh, promote that community aspect, let's say. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're absolutely right. And, and we see that uh, during our, our beta test as well, that, you know, the, the community of the streamer, the second he or she goes live, uh, they just uh, follow <laughs> immediately, more or less. Uh, and uh, so, so the community aspect is, is, is extremely strong. Uh, look, I think I think ultimately the streamer is is responsible uh, to a large extent uh, for this, right? And uh, and responsible in the sense that the way they stream, how good they are at entertaining, how good they are at sort of interacting, uh, using the chat functionality, um, uh, having you know uh, potentially in the future promotions or campaigns or something that can sort of uh, bring people. Uh, around the table, so to speak, uh, is essential. Um, and, 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 and yes, uh, the streamer is definitely taking the lead here for sure. Um, but like I, like I mentioned as well in our, in our prep call, Pierre, we have the, the added benefit as well that uh, a lot of the community, is, is, it's not so much um, uh, an acquisition play. Livespins is very much a retention and loyalty play as well for operators. Um, and and uh, and the, the the community is also uh, built by uh, all the players that already exists in in their database that will come and play the live spins uh, experience. Um, so we're definitely not uh, 
starting from scratch, having to build a community from from nothing. Basically, there is a there is there is a, many aspects uh, building the community at the same time, and it's it's a very dynamic environment. Yeah, absolutely. It it, it makes the the liquidity from the operators, and and you don't need to think about you know how are you gonna attract your first player because it would be promoted by the operators, of course. Uh, but but something that I'm I'm still quite curious about is like. Uh, that being said, uh, you know, from an operator point of view, um, you would think that, uh, let's say that you attract a celebrity as a, as a streamer mm-hmm. or like a really big streamer as a streamer within the, the, the platform, that yeah. you, would, uh, you would assume that that will attract a new demographic of, of players, that you, you'll actually be an acquisition tool in that regard because uh, obviously you have that loyal following who will be... Uh, following that, uh, that streamer, is that something you think about as well? Like to actually, like how do you, how do you acquire streamers? Like do do you look at what numbers of followers they have, or do, do you are you interested Absolutely. to attract like celebrity streamers and these other sort of things? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think uh, celebrity streamers and stuff like that is definitely something we're looking at. It's probably not the first thing that, that we're gonna do coming out of the gate, uh, but it's definitely definitely in our in our roadmap. I would say. Uh, so when we recruit streamers, absolutely, it's uh, you know we do this in in different ways. Uh, one could be uh, you know in-house streamers that that you know it, it work exclusively for live spins. It can also be uh, a sort of a freelance contractor model. Uh, we have also acquired uh, a streamer streamer studio uh, already, uh, who have been doing this for a number of years and, and come in with a following already. Um, and 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 you know there could also be uh, operators that already have a lot of um, agreements with streamers, and we could potentially look at at integrating uh, those deals that are already in place uh, through the Bet Behind product, which could be really interesting for for some operators. Um, so there's look, there's so many ways to slice the cake, uh, Pierre, and we're super excited uh, to. Uh, to, to start getting uh, the, the operators on board and, and just see where this will take us because the, the possibilities are literally endless. Uh, and yeah. yeah, we're super excited by that. Yeah. And, you know, I have another, another little like thought-provoking question here. So I agree with you. I think uh, that uh, this product is it's just made to be successful and it's, it's actually surprising to me that, that it, it hasn't happened earlier. Um, but, uh, you know, you guys have the first mover advantage here, and uh, it's going to be uh, great to follow that. Now, the first mover advantage doesn't necessarily mean that you will win. And um, Carolina Pelk, who we both know, uh, she is launching a Challenger uh, product. And uh, I don't know exactly if it look, will look the same. You mentioned that maybe it won't be. But, but still, Carolina said in an interview that um, it's not about who can build the best product. Um, it is, it is about who can build a community. That's what that's what Carolina said. And uh, you know, if we now spin forward the tape a little bit, and we see, for example, um, the likes of uh, Evolution. Let's say, you know, Evolution are carefully monitoring at the moment. I would think how they can create shareholder value, and they were really successful in doing that a couple of years ago when they invented uh, the game show category, for example. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now you would you would think that. Uh, the step for them to go into social is a pretty small step. And um, 
And when they push the button, uh, it's not that they will go in with like a, a, a little mini investments and do something half base. When they go in, they might go in fully, let's say, uh, with, with all the resources and infrastructure that, uh, that they have. So my question to you is, uh, you, you have the first mover advantage. Um, how do you maintain that advantage when inevitably other players will enter the market with similar products? Absolutely. Now, first of all, Pierre, so great question. And, and, and first of all, <laughs> I, 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 I know Carolina very well. And, you know, I think it's absolutely fantastic what they are doing as well. And I, I honestly think the more uh, of us that push in this direction, uh, the bigger this category is going to, to become and the, and the more, you know, everyone, everyone will win because we strongly believe this is incremental value to the, to the overall industry. This is a, a segment of players that are currently not finding exactly what they're looking for. Uh, and eventually they, they will drop out of the, of the iGaming sort of uh, business if we are not managing to innovate and serve them in a good way. Um, uh, so, I mean, we, we jokingly say, uh, Gen, Gen C, this is, you know, product for the, for the, for the young guys. or so we get that pushback uh, a lot, right? But we forget that Gen C is now 35, 37 years of age and is now hitting the critical mass of operators and providers. So, so this is, uh, this is, uh, this is not only the young guys. So, so that was just a, a stepping point. The more people that push in this direction, the better for, for all of us and together we win. And, but you're absolutely right. You know, we are we're fortunate in terms of sort of being, you know, having a product sort of live in beta testing now, soon opening up for external operators. But uh, you need to innovate. You need to constantly be on the top of your game. Like I fully agree with Carolina. The better you are at building community, um, the, the the higher your chances is of winning. Um, for sure, it's a, it's a crucial point. So it's a, it's, a, it's a combination of everything, Pierre. Also playing your cards right. You know, the world is a big place. Everyone is regulating, having licenses. And, uh, and you need to, um, I, I think it was, was it Todd, I think, at iGaming Next that was saying, saying, when an idea is born, it is so fragile and you need to really, really foster it and take care of it and, and make sure that it, um, it sort of grows into toddler stage. And for, for a young company, you also have to be extremely smart in the strategy that you take. If you try and take on the world uh, in in the first round, uh, you are likely to spread yourself too thinly as well. So, yeah. so, so yes, it's community, but it's also product. It's also the strategy. It's also uh, you know the innovation and and you know sort of the, the the roadmap that you will bring out in the future. So it's a symbiosis of of many things, but community is definitely important. I fully agree with that, Pierre. Yeah, yeah, and I want to stay on on that point uh, a little bit, well, on community building because it's just something that is interests me. Not not just uh, you know looking at live spins and what what you guys are doing, as you're saying, mm -hmm. like um, community building is one aspect, but it's not mm -hmm. uh, everything. I, I understand that too. For for me, it's something that I'm focusing on a lot right now with uh, with Agami Next is trying to mm -hmm. figure out uh, how to build and maintain com a community and like what is the best way. To build a community and, and um, what is the what is the what is the perfect number of of individuals in a community for it to be not only self-sustaining but it's also not 
too big. There, there was this like old school thinking in Silicon Valley that like the value of your company exponentially increases with the um, with the with the members that you have in your community and a social media platform, for example. But uh, if that would if that would be true, then everyone would just shop on Amazon. Like there would be no Etsy, for example, because they would just grow mm-hmm. exponentially and eat eat the cake. But yeah. instead, I think uh, there is like a there there is like a like an S curve that you'll find, where if your community becomes too big, it becomes uh, uh, th- you you'll find different challenges. And I, th- I guess that's where Twitch uh, has found their problems because it's mm-hmm. the community has become so big that it's mm-hmm. really hard to maintain it, and it kind of it kind of goes on its own journey, the community, and it's really difficult to manage. And, yeah. and so they've gotten like massive uh, criticism for the uh, mm-hmm. nefarious activity that that is taking taking place at uh, at um, at uh, Twitch. So, so you know, I'm thinking about this for for I, I give me next uh, mm-hmm. in, in general. Like, uh, what are the best ways to to build a community? And and it leads to some like more thought provoking questions that you can ask yourself. Like, for example, how have others managed to build a critical mass in a community? And I know that you are an avid marketer, and um, so your mind is uh, quite creative. And so I would like to um, to just challenge you with a with a question today, just to just to go on this interesting journey. Like, how do you build a community, and how has others done it in the in the past? Right. Sure. So, so um, without putting you too much on the spot here, Michael, but I love the example of Tinder uh, because Tinder is a perfect example of the cold star problem which basically says that you can have the best business plan in the world you can build the best product in the world um, but if you don't have any people using it then it's pretty useless and so if you go on tinder and no one is there yeah it doesn't matter how good the product is because yeah they don't have a community and so when the founders of uh, of tinder they they, um, they 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 started tinder they came up with this idea they asked themselves the question like how can we build a self-sustaining community? And they realized that they need something like 300 people, something like that, for the community to be, uh, to be thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would like to, to just ask you, because they came up with an absolutely genius, I mean, completely genius idea on how to build and, uh, a self-sustaining uh, Tinder community. Uh, but uh, but uh, it's it's just an interesting thought-provoking question because at first glance you you know it's, it might seem difficult like how do you how do you create a community on how do you reach that critical number of users mm. in a platform like uh, Tinder um, for it to be itself sustaining so, so 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 like I said without pu- putting you too much on the spot here but it's, it's just an interesting <laughs> thought experiment like yeah. what, what what would be like for you as a marketer like. If you got this uh, task on your desk, like how, how would you start brainstorming or go about a way to bring in people into your product if you were Tinder in 2014 or whatever it was when they... Yeah, there? yeah. You are definitely putting me <laughs> on the spot here. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I know. Or creativity or, or, or not here. It's been a long week. Um, Look, it's a, it's an interesting question. I, I don't think there is one answer to, to that, right? One one thing is for sure, an, an empty an empty dating site or an empty hookup site is is, is pretty yeah. boring, right? That, that's for sure. Um, look, I, th- like, I do think you know, do you is... go to the mass markets? Like, do you use the traditional channels? Like, or, or like you know, what are the core principles of Tinder? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I sort of uh, so yes, 
the, the trick with a with a dating site or or a Tinder site is to build critical mass, and you need to build it pretty much overnight <clears throat> because even yeah. the first users coming in, right, is again you you, you have to come into something, uh, yeah. um, or or you would have some. So you know, there's. Yeah, and also many many startups. So Tinder back in 2014. I, I'm not familiar with their funding situation, but at least many startups are not very don't have a lot exactly. of financial strength, right? So exactly. So, so 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 they don't have the luxury of of just booking uh, you know seven million worth of of TV advertising or 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 mass media marketing and just going crazy. Hmm. So they have to think sort of like organic bottom up approaches, right? So yeah. and not on, not only that, but but you know. It's a it's a localized product as well. So even if there's a big community on on Tinder, if they all spread out yeah. across the world or across yeah. the US, for example, that's not much yeah. of help either. They have to be in your vicinity, right? Yeah, uh, unless they have a very good deal on flight tickets or something along <laughs> along the way here as well, they can sort of help with the travel arrangements. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, absolutely. So so look, I think there's you need to be fairly organic and grassroots around this right so what sort of yeah. simple mechanics can you build into the to the product you know hey uh you know do you want to be a beta tester and sort of help us out and you you know you sort of you're along the the early lines and before you open up the gates you you build sort of a an early adapter community of like you're saying 300 people you start with one locality instead of spreading yeah. yourselves out too too thinly just to you know Help yourself build critical mass. Uh, that could be that could be one thing. So when you open up the gates, um, you already have the first sort of three, five hundred, a thousand, you know, community members sort of secured. Um, there is also the, the 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 tech side of things. Like, hey, uh, why don't you connect uh, your contact uh, on your mobile phone to to us, and you can tell this to your friends and. You know, we'll give you a a, a month for a free free service or a year free service yeah. or whatever it is, and before you know it, ten percent connects to their contact database, and 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 you know, you get the ripple effect, and and it starts building building out from there. Um, you know, early promotions. I mean, there's a lot of things that, yeah. that you can do to sort of grow it organically, and and sort of build your war chest. You know, a PR obviously. Uh, you, uh, the community aspect of it, you know, whatever you can do there to sort of, you know, pop up in relevant forums, communities, events yeah. uh, that are happening. Um, dating is, you know, has a big advantage because it's something, at least if you compare it to gambling, right? Because it's something that a lot of magazines and newspapers and forums want to write about. And it's okay to write about it. And it's something there's always, you know, statistics around or, you, you know, you can be the source of statistics. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, hey, Tinder says that uh, uh, you're, you're much more likely to have a successful date if you do these top five things. This is what our mm-hmm. membership says. You know, they, they can be the source of very valuable statistics and, yeah. and through that generate um, sort of, easy pr or not easy but but you know sort of easier than gambling at least you know we can set, send out uh, as many press releases as we want that someone just won two million euros on a jackpot and the news outlets will completely ignore it because they've heard it a million times before and they don't want to sort of promote gambling yeah. so i guess tinder has an advantage there yeah um but anyway so uh, yeah 
Yeah, exactly. And and you know, I was thinking about this uh, before I before I read the origin story, and I was thinking, you know, Tinder. Like I was drawing parallels to Facebook. Like Facebook started through a university, and it kind of spread in, within the university by itself, in, to some extent, like without much mm -hmm. uh, promotion there. So mm -hmm. they just kind of targeted one university as their atomic yeah. community, and then it yeah. spread to two universities, then four, then yeah. eight, then sixteen, then outside the university, yeah. and and they kind of went on that journey. And I was thinking, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe that's how Tinder did it too. And 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 it's like, yeah, true. Uh, Tinder was started uh, by people who 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 were active within uh, a university, but mm -hmm. they came up with just some genius idea. And it's so it's so simple. Like I'm waiting and, for and, the gold and, nugget here because you 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 yeah you know yeah, yeah I'm building it up. I'm building <laughs> yeah. it up. And and but it, you know I bring up this example because uh, the the, uh, the answers that 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 you mentioned is like these are the uh, intuitive answers that you that that um you of course and that i of course uh, am, am drawn to but but uh if you spend and these ideas are not going to come through a podcast you know like this comes yeah, through yeah. like months of building a product and thinking and speaking and so on but it just yeah. goes to show that sometimes the best ideas comes from uh left field right and what so what tinder did uh, the the founders behind tinder they realized that there were some very simple core, core principles that guides uh, the successful community building of Tinder. And first yeah. of all, it's like what you mentioned as well is um, it has to be local, right? So it has to be within a very close proximity to each other, uh, these mm -hmm. uh, people. They have to be close mm -hmm. to each other. So yeah, university is a good uh, way to, to build a Tinder community. But then they realized something else, since that, and that's the fact that um, at that time, com the, the dating apps were quite like, you know, you didn't really want to admit that you were on a dating app, you know, like match.com yeah. and those type of things. Like, yeah. it, it was like, Still taboo. you know, if, yeah. if you if you fail, then you're on match.com. It's like, you know, you yeah. don't really tell your friends about it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Um, yeah. And so they realized they have to make it like, they have to reach the cool people. Then it's like, how do you reach the cool people mm. for, with a dating app? Because generally mm. you are attracting like the not so cool people or like the match.com, you know, it was like, you know, if you're a, a hot girl or like a hot guy for that matter, I don't know, more hot girl, you know, you would answer your emails in the day and then you would go home and you would answer emails in the evening because you would have like a thousand messages, right? So, yeah. so, so from a product point of view, they realize, okay, we, we have to, uh, we, we, we can't let every, everyone write to each other. And that's why you have to match in order to write to each other. But mm -hmm. then, then how do you build a community? And the, the, the answer to that was they... It's, they basically they realized that let's go to the coolest uh, person in the university and uh, we'll tell them that they should organize a party and it's going to be like the sickest party it's going to be a crazy party with like yeah. fucking lights and great Beyonce. DJ and free, <laughs> free booze and free yeah. alcohol to everyone and tell that person invite like the 400 coolest people that you know on this university yeah and uh, give this party for free and what we're going to do is we're going to put a bouncer at the door at the entrance and anyone who comes that bouncer is going to ask them to to download tinder yeah and the bouncer is going to tell them that everyone in this party is on tinder and if you want to meet someone <laughs> at this party if you actually want to, to chat with them you can go on the app and uh, then you can swipe left swipe right on the people that you like and tomorrow yeah. when you come home yeah. You know, you you'll have you'll have the answers on who likes you and who the, and who you can you know continue chatting with on, the, on this party, and they would just Fantastic. go on and do that. They would just go on and organize parties and build yeah. this atomic community. 
yeah. uh, with the coolest people uh, that they that they could find. And then clearly that is something that even the coolest people want to be a part of because they yeah. get to you know speak to other like yeah. uh, other people that they are interested in and so on. And yeah. once they had that ball rolling, it became just um, an exponential uh, growth within within Tinder. I just thought yeah. that was genius, like from a from a growth marketing perspective. It's the, one of the coolest origin stories that I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's fantastic. And again, it's just grassroots, right? It's just you know, a yeah. making making your target small enough, uh, but at the same time, uh, like you're saying, working with the coolest people, being very very clear about how you start a trend. Get, reaching out to the early adapt, adapters and, and getting them to, 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 to help you, bring you on, on your team and build that community aspect. Yeah, it's absolutely, it's absolutely brilliant. And I, and I think also, if I think about Tinder, what they, I mean, they were also kind of the first sort of like hookup site as opposed to, <laughs> as opposed to a dating site, right? Or at least it yeah. became that. I don't, know, I don't know if that was the intention from day one. But so they kind of, kind of created a, a new segment if you will or they were yeah. first mover in, in that sort of space um and i think they were not shy about it they were extremely authentic uh and sort of you know blunt about it that this is what we are and this is what you could use our app for and i think mm -hmm. that keyword authenticity is just critical whenever you build communities you spoke you spoke before about the s curve and can communities become too large um, and I think what I see around, you know, uh, you know, when people are trying to build communities, it, it, it's a little bit like, you know, they, they, they focus too much on the number uh, and the volume. Like, what's the point of having an enormous community if half of them are not really interested in your product? They, uh, you know what I mean? As in sort of, as in, uh, of course, scale matters. Of course, it will sort of, you know, the bigger you get, the bigger the authentic community will also get. So there is, mm. you know, there's the snowball effect happening there as well. But I think it's important to stay true to yourself, always be authentic and, and sort of, you know, be clear about who you are and, and what you stand for. Uh, and and that will that will also bring not only volume, but also value, right? And, and, and the community that are there actually gets some some value out of it. And I think I think that is a super important key for long-term community building that you actually know who you are who you want to reach and provide those people with authentic real value if you yeah. if you can manage to do that you will for sure build community over time if you're trying to fake it at least too much maybe there is some element of faking it till you make it in the beginning to get the snowball rolling right to some extent but but authenticity is goes hand in hand with community, if you ask me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you are spot on uh, on that regard, Mike. And and to uh, you know just to um, kind of prove that you are right, uh, in a sense, uh, look at the uh, crypto community and how it functions uh, in general. Like, what are the the core principles of uh, of the uh, the cryptocurrency trend in general? And that is um, pure authenticity. If you think about it, that is literally why that uh, why that segment uh, works and what upholds the, the 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 crypto trend is the authenticity because the blockchain is built on transparency and so anything that happens on the blockchain any transaction any movement is completely transparent so 
yeah, you 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 cannot uh, you cannot do the same type of nefarious activity on the blockchain as you can in a in a more protected uh, fiat uh, world, so to say, where where uh, movements uh, within the fiat world is uh, is much more hidden and less less transparent. So it's all about mm -hmm. authenticity, and th that's also. Yeah. The uh, the products that are being built that are successful on the, on the on the blockchain, especially on the NFT side mm -hmm. and the DeFi space and so on, mm -hmm. it's um, it's the it's the it's the product that are authentic uh, that uh, are successful uh, oftentimes. So mm -hmm. uh, you see, for example, um, CryptoPunks. We talked about this uh, a lot, which is these like pixelated images that are mm -hmm. NFTs, and yeah. um, there are ten thousand of them, and the cheapest one out of 10,000, it cost like 300,000 euro now, yeah. $300,000. They go down a bit. They were like $450,000. Now they are under yeah. 300. So they are on discount at the moment. Um, but they're cheap. Uh, the, yeah, they, they, are, they are cheap. It's only cost as yeah. much as my flat. But yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the reason for its success is not only that they were first, but it was the fact that they gave out all the 10,000 um, crypto banks for free. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't expect that this would uh, turn out the way it would. But it's the, it's the authenticity, it's the fact that it's, it's a self-sustaining community that is uh, fulfilling this prophecy of like it's building upon itself without this centralized entity in the background that is like, yeah. you know, gnagging their hands and like raking in lots of money. Because the community doesn't like that. The community likes no. the authenticity. They want, the, yeah. they want themselves to be in charge, not the uh, yeah. centralized uh, entity. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think, you know, unfortunately, in the short term, some people can build massive communities, sort of either by buying their way to, to that, right. But my strong belief is that long term, it, it, it's, you know, the game is going to play out and the ones that really has their heart in their game, and delivers true value and, 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 and yeah, are authentic. Yeah. They're going to win long term. And, uh, and uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely where life spins. It's, Absolutely. So final question for you today, Michael. Um, Go for it. Life spins, life spins in three to five years' time. Uh, how does the market look like and where is your place in it? <laughs> e easy oh. question for, for, for being on the second week at work. Yeah, okay. So the market <laughs> looks uh, enormous in three to five years because the entire world will have regulated or, or be open to, to online gambling more or less. Um, and uh, I think Dive Sprints will have created a brand new category that is taking a significant share of wallet because that's what the mass uh, player segment wants. They, they you know, playing playing a, a, a normal solo session for games still has it still has it right. Don't get me wrong. It will I think it will continue to be there, but there will definitely be a huge chunk of players that are just getting inspired by what Apple, Disney, TikTok, social shopping, you name it. And they will, that will become the norm and they will look for that experience uh, when they want to do some, some online, online gaming and entertainment as well. And, and live spins will be leading that category. Awesome. I'm looking forward to follow your uh, uh, your future hand um, in 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 the growth of uh, of live spins and you know this is the origin story and I'm very much looking forward to follow up uh, on this in a in a couple of years time and see if you are still uh, kind of pursuing the the same strategy or if you figure out like kind of a a different uh, niche or what direction this turns in general. Very very exciting, Michael. I think um, I think uh, live spins should be uh, congratulated for the acquisition of yourself. You know I've been following your journey for a long time, of course, and and. Um, uh, I, I can see that they are um, accumulating an incredible team and 
you're obviously a part of that success story. So congratulations to both uh, LifeSim and yourself. And um, let's uh, speak again soon, Michael. Let's rock. Thank you so much, Pierre. It's a pleasure <laughs> talking. Have a good awesome. day. Thank you, Michael. You too, buddy. <laughs> Cheers. Merry Christmas. Bye. You too. Bye.